good morning, good morning. Welcome to Community Voices with Ron Holland. I am Tony Jackson. Most of you know me as the Real Money Coach. And I have a show on Praise 100.9 airing every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. on Praise 100 and also wherever you get your podcast. This morning, I am have the pleasure of filling in for your friend and my friend, uh, Mr. Ron Holland. If you guys are following Ron on social media, you know he's working on a lot of projects. And so he will be uh, out for a couple weeks. Uh, so I'm filling in this morning and I, I'm pleased. I've been on his show as a guest. Now I get to host it. So that's pretty full circle for me. I'm, I'm really excited this morning because I have a special guest for us this morning that's going to be with us. His name is Keith Stanley and he is the president and CEO of University City Partners. And uh, we'll, we'll let him explain who University City Partners are. But I describe it as the Chamber of Commerce for the University City area. Uh, and you know how important that area is to the Charlotte community. And so I just thought it was perfect to have him here as our guest on Community Voices. And so, Keith, how are you doing this morning? Man, Tony, I am doing well. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be say, on this side of earth, and the blood is running and warm in my veins. Hey, listen, <laughs> they say it's better to be viewed than to, to be seen than first to be viewed, right? Yes. So, uh, love it, love it. And I know that you are, you know, you're new uh, to the Charlotte area. So, tell the people a little bit about you and, and what brought you to the Queen City. Uh, I am... Uh, Keith Stanley. Uh, I am a Milwaukee native, born and raised in the city of Milwaukee. Bucks, Brewers, Packers, beer, bratwurst, all cheese, all that stuff that Milwaukee is known for, Wisconsin is known for, I knew about. And I had this amazing opportunity towards the end of last summer to, uh, to be reached out by the University City Partners Board, but opportunity here in Charlotte. I actually was in Charlotte in 2010, Tony, to... Uh, thought I would change up my career and nothing happened. This is right after the financial um, crisis that our country went through in 2008. So there wasn't nothing shaking. So I took that from a sign of God that Milwaukee was my life and I was going to stay in Milwaukee. Um, but uh, things changed. And before you knew it, I was uh, driving down, uh, I think it's 1,700 miles to come to um, Charlotte with my beautiful missus, my beautiful wife, on uh, December 17th to, to assume role as president and CEO of University City Partners. And so uh, I just, there were so many good things that we can get into later that, that really attracted me to Charlotte. And uh, I would say Tony Charlotte has been absolutely amazing during this transition in my life. Well, you know, I, I tell people all the time, if you come visit Charlotte, that won't last long because mm -hmm. you will want to move here, right? <laughs> so, and that kind of is what happened. You know, of course, I moved here from Michigan, so we both came from these yes. cold weather states, yes. and now we're in Charlotte, <laughs> and and it's a beautiful, you know, you know, fifty, sixty, with sixty, seventy yeah. degrees in March, and I'm yes. used to getting snow in March, right? You know, and understanding that. Uh, that that wind is no joke coming off of Lake Michigan. Oh either, man, right? no joke. Lake affects snow. No joke. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what what is University City Partners. Tony, excellent question. University City Partners, and you're and you're absolutely right in your assessment. You mentioned acting as a pretty much a chamber of commerce. Uh, University City Partners is an MSD, a Municipal Service District. Some places like back at home for me, we call them BIDS, Business Improvement District. 
But basically, as the businesses in this area get together and say, you know, we're going to voluntarily tax ourselves. And that tax will go towards things that we think are valuable. A lot of times events, safety and security, promotion, branding. So University City Partners has actually been around for 20 years as an MSD. Um, and uh, what we're doing is really focusing on our small businesses, focusing in our branding, arts and culture. University City Partners is there to really make this a place for everybody to not just come there to shop, but come there to learn, live, um, and enjoy the area. And economic vitality and growth is important, not just to our businesses, but to everyone, including our students who learn in University City. Well, and, you know, and I, I think about um, UNC Charlotte mm-hmm. is obviously a big part of that area. Mm-hmm. And even when I first um, when I first came to Charlotte, I, I believe almost the first time I stayed, I stayed in the university area because mm-hmm. that's what we hear. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the university area. And that's a that's a really nice part of town. And I know that there are some things going on there. I've even seen uh, in the news lately a project for I think it was called Student Main Street or something yes, like that. Yes. So so tell me a little bit about what, what's going on there. So we have a couple of big things. Uh, so this week, actually, we and we finish up this afternoon, we are hosting the Congress of New Urbanism, which is a uh, national group that will have their conference here, actually, in Charlotte in May. But a part of that conference is they come a few months ahead of time and they do what they call a legacy project. And so the legacy project here is that they're looking at Mallard Point Shopping Center. For those who are familiar with it, it used to be Coles uh, at that site. Coles mm-hmm. has since moved on. Uh, and then um, Food Line and a few other smaller businesses. We are now in the process, in the throes of a reimagining that shopping center, what it could be as a student main street. What could it mean to not just the students who are at UNC Charlotte, but what it means to the community engaging UNC Charlotte. And so we're going through that process now. It's visioning, is is planning, it's figuring out traffic, it's figuring out pedestrian flow, and so we're doing that now. And I will say, you know, the, the cool thing about it that I really have been able to enjoy is the investment made in University City, Tony. So we talk about, of course, the big businesses, the big anchors, Albemarle coming as the uh, technology group. I think they're employing about 200 people uh, to support uh, lithium batteries and what that looks like. Just for me to be an outsider and coming in to see this type of growth, I think is really cool to see what I dealt with back at home was deindustrialization mm-hmm. and then to see the growth here. But managing the growth, I think, is key for us. Well, that's awesome. If you are just joining us, uh, I am Tony Jackson and I am the host of the Real Money Coach Show and I'm filling in. For our good friend Ron Holland, you can catch my show on Praise 100.9 on 7.30 Saturday mornings. Uh, Ron will be back in a couple weeks. Uh, This morning, we're talking with the president and CEO of University City Partners, Keith Stanley. So, so Keith, now you, you you've moved to Charlotte from from the frozen tundra, right? Mm-hmm. What what is your right. first days been like? I know you've had some goals. Mm-hmm. You, um, you know, so often like you know, the president says, "What's your first hundred days?" So, yeah. what what has been your first hundred days? What has that experience been like? If I'm not mistaken, I think this may be uh, day eighty five, Tony. And uh, I would say that these past eighty five days have actually actually been quite. Uh, wonderful to the reception of the city connecting with the people a quick story my first person that welcomed me to the city was by uh happenstance it was i, w- I went to a summit 
Somebody said, you should go to this summit. It's a housing and job summit. It's going to be at the Bojangles uh, complex, I think, down near downtown somewhere. I said, okay, I'll go check it out. I've never had Bojangles before. I had it, finally had it about a couple <laughs> weeks ago. It was, it was all right. Um, and um, I'm sitting, I got there early, and this somewhat smaller lady came up to me. She was just walking around the room. Not that many people there. Uh, was a fair-skinned just real personal and nice, and, and I, I started talking to her. And she was like, yeah, we're you know trying to do this, and it was good me. We just start, struck up a conversation. I said, well, you don't mind, because I do this to a lot of people. Can I get a picture of you? And we take a selfie together, and I post it on my social media. And they say, oh, no problem. And then right after she, right before she was leaving, she said, yeah, as the mayor of this city, I just want to make sure we're doing the right thing. And I was like, I didn't even know. <laughs> but Mayor Val Lyles, she was just absolutely amazing, just personal, warm. And she was really one of the first people to welcome me. And so I, you say that story because I think there's, that's how it's been. I've been able to meet so many um, leaders, uh, elected officials, business leaders, folks who've been really open, honest, transparent about where the direction of the city, the challenges that the city has, faces, the growth that the city is trying to manage. And uh, so it's been absolutely wonderful these past 85 days. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think we have an awesome mayor. And, and I think even when you come into Charlotte and, and you hear that um, the announcement they make in the airports, you know, and they do that in a lot of airports yeah. and they talk about Charlotte. Uh, you know, Charlotte's a, a, a really nice size city, it is. but it does still has that kind of down home southern hospitality yeah. type of thing. And so, um, you know, I, I can't say enough about it. You know, our family moved here in 2014, oh, wow. and we just absolutely love it. We absolutely mm-hmm. love it. So, so as we're talking about this corridor, the University City area, uh, what, what are some of the strategic goals that you have um, for that area? I'm still, Tony, formulating what those goals will be as I work with the board and work with the staff and work with all our community stakeholders, including our small businesses and our residents. But I will say there's a couple things I would say that come to that are top of mind. Um, one is things that I think that we just as a community have to work on, which is making sure that our streets are clean um, and uh, we're able to pick up the trash, the litter, and make sure we're handling the maintenance of, uh, uh, of our landscape. And so we are looking at how the role that UCP can play in that, working with our municipalities, but also working with the contractors that we employ. Um, Had a great conversation with council, uh, a woman, um, Lawana Mayfield, and she gave me some insight and resources and actually connected me with the Solid Waste Division. And so we're going to be looking at that further. We want our streets to be clean. Um, that's one of one of the items, uh, reasons why that attracted me to accept this position because it really it's beautiful. You go around University City, you just see some beautiful areas, including UNC Charlotte campus. So um, that's key. The other thing I would say, and the the team has been really helpful with this in the past. My predecessor and 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 the board is mobility. Mm. I think that. Uh, from my humble opinion, that as Charlotte continues to grow, that uh, mobility, public transportation, um, the light rail, that $1 billion investment made in the blue line, but also, um, as they say, first mile, last mile strategy. So when people get off the blue line, how do they get to their job and their place of sure. employment? But also the greenway. So we have some beautiful seven miles of greenway, 14 round trip that people uh, can get on. I'm looking forward as the weather warm up to get on my bike to go on the Greenway. 
um, but also um, bicycles. And just we, I think, as a, any city, just the growth of a city, that when you become the city that you want to become as far as growth and population, having healthier ways to get around and options to get around is key. It's not saying that cars aren't, you know, the thing, but uh, we all know I, I want to lose me an extra few pounds and hopping on a bike in the morning to just to go a few miles helps out. I think it's a healthier way of looking at life for us. So. Well, I, I think that's so important because that's one of the things that many people say about city about Charlotte mm-hmm. is that for a city of its size, the public transportation mm-hmm. is not quite where it, it should be. And, um, you know, I remember when I first moved there, which is not that long ago, mm-hmm. the, um, 485 wasn't even closed. Right. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a complete loop. Ooh, wow. And so shortly after we moved here, they completed the entire loop. Wow. And then by the time they completed it, it wasn't enough lanes. Right. We need more <laughs> lanes. Um, and then, of course, you know, having the um, the light rail coming out there mm-hmm. is probably making a big difference to, yep, for, for exactly. that. Community. And, I, and, and I would just say this, Tony, I think that. For the listeners and for people to understand, I hear this quite a bit that, you know, we just need to build more lanes and build more highway. Um, the problem with that a lot of times is that the more you build, the more they come. You could take a look at cities like Houston. Mm-hmm. They have some tremendous and they just keep building. Take a look at our neighbor across uh, across. I won't say across the pond, but Atlanta. You keep building. You can keep building lanes. That just mean more traffic. Right. So you want to at least provide options because I think a lot of us, especially those who work and we're using on our laptops and things like that. If I can do a 20, 30 minute ride into work and I can get a little work done, drink some coffee and I don't have to worry about that. Now, part of that is autonomous cars would be helpful and vehicles would be helpful. I think we just have to take a look at transportation differently. And yes, we should be able to hop into cars or want to, but there's nothing like being able to hop on a train clean. I got on the blue line. It was beautiful. I enjoyed yep. it, man. Went down uh, uptown. I mean, I want to say downtown, and <laughs> yeah, enjoyed you, you it. Yeah, that, get used you to get that. Used to yeah, that uptown <laughs> thing, right? Right. So, and you know, even like when we, um, like you know, I, I, being you know from Michigan, I'm a big Michigan fan, and Michigan yeah. was actually playing UNC Charlotte uh, at the Spectrum Center, and I took, um, and so I bought really nice tickets. And I took one of my favorite dudes, my grandson, right? Aww. And so, you know, but we just drove to the the light rail and took the light rail in and, you know, got right off right yeah. there at the Spectrum Center. And that's a really nice way mm-hmm. to take in. No issues. Know, no issues whatsoever. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, we had a great time. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, as we were leaving, uh, of course, there were like some rodents running around the the track. He's like, "Granddaddy, what's that?" You know, and so. Um, but but it's very interesting. And you you mentioned, uh, and I'm a very big proponent of small business. So so tell us what what what's what's what attracts or what would you say to a small business that is looking to uh, open a brick and mortar or that type of thing? And we know we're living in this environment where it's. Um, uh, hybrid, right? A lot mm. of virtual versus um, brick and mortar. But what would you to say to a small business that is thinking about relocating to University City? Uh, Tony, I would share with this small business that if you look uh, at the numbers, just the raw numbers, University City really outsigns the majority of the rest of the city. So you say, Keith, how can you say that? you only been here for 85 days. Well, there's a couple of things. One, uh, we have the number one intersection in the state. 
Harrison Trine has thousands of cars that come through there, more than any other area in the state. Um, that traffic means something for a business who's interested in tapping into that demographic. A couple other numbers I would just share. Within a 10-minute drive is 198,000 people who live within University City. That's on the same line, uh, same um, um, stat, or similar stat as Uptown. Um, we have 100,000 people who work in University City. Let's don't forget about the students. Depending on the uh in certain circles, they say we're close to being number one or are right at number one by just a couple hundred students with UNC Charlotte having over 30,000 students. The raw numbers alone for a business who is looking at uh, a bricks and mortar and needs people coming through there is absolutely amazing. Now, there's there's some additional considerations is where you locate yourself, you know, how do you do with promotions and marketing, how do you communicate to your audience. But just by raw numbers alone, those who want to be around success, you know, we have Top Golf, we have a lake, we have these beautiful assets that people are coming to. I would encourage our small businesses to really consider. The opportunity is now. Um, uh, in some ways, I said, I wish I would have had this back at home, but the growth is there. But you got to get in, know what your market looks like, your target market, and then work that market. Well, that's pretty awesome. And, and you know, just kind of brought to my remembrance is that you're talking about nearly 30,000. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that I noted when I moved here from north yeah. is that the universities are usually smaller. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're used to and, and in Michigan. I was plotted right between Michigan State and U of M. Uh, so you're talking about 40,000 students on one campus, 50,000 on another. I mean, those are huge universities. Mm-hmm. And down here, it seems like the universities are a little bit smaller. And Mm -hmm. so UNC Charlotte being nearly uh, 30,000, and many of those are commuters, right? And so my daughter is a proud graduate of uh, UNC, go 49ers. Oh, what's her major? Her education. Oh, education, okay. yeah. Yep. So education major. We need them. We need them. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's talk about education. What, Mm -hmm. what, What? What's uh, what's the schools like? What what mm-hmm. how how are the schools doing out there? Uh, Tony, I'm still learning this. Uh, I know we have Governor's Village, and uh, we have a number of high schools. It's my goal, actually, Tony, to meet with those principals. I have a couple ideas on how we could, as a community based organization, a CBO uh, that happens to be a municipal service district, how we could support those schools. So I haven't met them yet that they're on my list. Um, several of them and my goal is to sit down and have those conversations, what they need assistance with, what does that look like? I've heard from Tony, from residents that schools are important. We want to make sure our schools are strong. I know that, um, Charlotte Mecklenburg has dealt with that over the years and there's, 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 there's some tension around it, but as an MSD, I think we have a, a role, small role to play in supporting the schools that are in our area. Whatever that may look like, I'm not for sure. School supplies, you know, they do have the back-to-school haircut type things. Um, working with our teachers on resources. I just think that's just a part of a good, solid, quality community. You know, you give back, you know, whether it's working with the churches, the schools, the small. It's just part of us making sure we got a community that, that works for each other. So. Well, and, and I think you hit on a couple of things, uh, you know, if we have strong families, mm-hmm. uh, strong businesses, that's strong it. schools, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, really the foundation for a strong community. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Tony, I just say I, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to take my hat off for a moment as far as president and CEO of University City. And I would just share, I think 
your statement there about strong families is so key. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't care where you go. Uh, uh, talking to a good friend of mine, I don't care if it's Chicago, Charlotte, Milwaukee, Detroit, L.A., New York, strong families within certain communities, black and brown communities, is key. Uh, you can have as many jobs as you want. The money could be flowing. But if we don't have strong families, we suffer. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's no doubt about that whatsoever. Um, and so I, I'm a financial guy, right? I'm a financial guy, financial literacy, financial coaching, that type of thing. So so just give me a little bit of your opinion about, you know, the need for financial literacy. Um, you know, do you I mean, I think about the campus. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, you got graduates and you got students and. Of course, uh, you know, we got all this going on about student loan forgiveness Mm -hmm. and all these type of things. So just give me a little bit of your take in terms of financial literacy and and the importance that may play in a community. Uh, Tony, excellent question. I take my little my my little slice of the world as far as financial literacy um, very seriously. I've always put away, stashed away for uh, uh, retirement, work closely with my Northwestern Mutual person when. I first started my career over 25 years ago. I met with him, set him, he set me down. You got to start saving up. I really believe in that. Um, my parents always taught me, um, you know, don't spend more than what you bring in. What I would just say this, though, what's fascinating, and maybe you're going to have a lot more insight than I will. I met with, a, I've been met with over 140 people since I've been here. And I met with a young developer, and he was telling me, he said, Charlotte is really set up to extract and take money from you. You have to be mindful that you're not spending more than what you're bringing in. I think a lot of people, when they come to a place like Charlotte where rents are high, a part of that housing and job summit I went to, they said the average rent is $1,700 a month. 80% of the people that live in Charlotte can't afford that. So I would just say that there is some challenges there around understanding financial literacy. It's beautiful to have a nice BMW and a luxury car. But you are, if you're not saving up for your child's education and you're spending money on renting instead of owning, that's a problem. And you, people may think it's not a problem, but you can tell it's a problem when people are then asking, well, I can't afford this and I need government assistance with this and I got to then do things I shouldn't do with PPP loans. It's like we have to learn how to do better with financial literacy. And even the full, our young folks who are graduating from college, understanding what that means. I think that we, the society we're in now is so easy. I was talking to somebody in my family and going to spend $300 on, the, on a wig. I'm like, hmm. I hope it was a bad <sighs> wig, man. I hope Don't that wear it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, listen, here's the thing, too. And, and uh, you know, I often say this is that, you know, Charlotte doesn't really have a housing problem. We have an affordable housing uh, problem. And so hopefully uh, we'll continue to see some things being made there. Mm-hmm. Listen, we're, we're coming to the end of our time, man. Yeah, and we're really yeah. by really fast. I do thank you for coming in and, uh, you know, doing this interview yeah. and, and really want to uh, just wish you the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important that you succeed. I think it's important for our city, the University City uh, yeah. partners in, yes. in that area succeed so th- any contact information you want to leave or yeah i would like tell that? anyone's interested we are pretty much on all social media platforms just type in university city partners whether it's facebook google uh twitter on linkedin we are we are making sure that we're on all platforms 
Absolutely. So listen, I am so glad that you were part of the Community Voices this morning with Ron Holland. I'm Tony Jackson sitting in for Ron Holland and we'll be back. Uh, He'll be back in his chair in a couple weeks. So thank you. You all have a great day. You're listening to Community Voices.